Know Thyself is dedicated to the exploration of the most rewarding task an individual can ever embark on, the journey to find oneself. Our intention is to investigate the universal principles that have equipped our species to seek the treasure of all treasures, self-knowledge. With your host, Daniel Polinski and Eduardo Manteca, this is the Know Thyself Podcast. Yeah, sweet. Let me just see how it's looking. Check, check. Check, check. Sweet. All right. Welcome to the Know Thyself Podcast. Hello. How's it going, man? My man. I'm here with Daniel. Uh, I'm Eduardo. And uh, dude, I can't believe we're here. I really can't believe it came so quick. The set, the seven uh, stages as they've been unfolding, like have definitely been something that I look forward to every week and to finally get to the seventh is, is right. major, you know? Right. So I'm excited, man. Yeah. And you know what the cool thing is too, is we get a, now like, we like almost um, call upon this information moving forward in the podcast. And that's, what's really cool about this is we just really made a really strong new pillar principle by yeah. learning the, the science, the, the seven steps of alchemy, right? The seventh um, of all the stages or the steps in, in alchemy and that being coagulation. And I really like how it's presented um, as making that permanent golden moment, right? We always talk about raising ourselves to the next octave, but I really like that it's defined here on what that really means. And and so, yeah, let's uh, let's go into it, man. I'm right? excited. Yeah, no, and that's, it is, it's because there's always, there's always going to be this, um, attraction to completion. It's something that we kind of crave because we are creators. So there's always going to be this, some sort of attraction about completion. You know, like you get so excited about like the trilogy of a movie or, right. you know, that aspect and three, it's just such a powerful thing. So when we do get to see this completion, it's really exciting too, because to really understand this process, part of understanding the completion is part of understanding the beginning. Right. And that's what we're really kind of moving towards because this is the last note in this octave. And if you kind of think about it, you're always kind of preparing yourself in the alchemical process. You're doing the step that you're doing, but the reason why you're doing it is because it needs to proceed the next step for the next step to be successful. So a lot of times you're dealing with the process of that step, but you're also kind of already dealing with the step that you're about to go into because you're almost creating a medium for that um, for that step to take place. Right. Right? That makes sense. So the seven is very much getting us ready for the one. So we're about to restart again. And the completion and the infinite nature of this teaching is really what is almost the, is one of the big, strong aspects of this, the greater stone. Yeah. And really kind of grasping with the idea of the infinite while grasping with the idea of being finite. Right. And it's that combination and it's that utilization of these oh, in, like that. together. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's what we're putting together. This is the lesser stone with the greater stone, but you have to put those two aspects together. You have to put your immortality and your mortality together because mm. that's how you're going to really create. And that's how you're really going to evolve consciously because right. Truth be told, even though you're physically, you know, your, your time here is finite in the physical body, we have touched the above and we brought the above down. So there's this deep sense of confidence and security mm -hmm. because we know energy does not die. Right. So it just moves. And that's 
physical science. If you went to the most state-controlled science classroom probably in the world, they're probably still going to give you that conclusion. That energy doesn't dissipate. You know, I don't know about super tyrannical places. You know, I don't know about their education systems, but this is this is common knowledge in most people, most educated individuals. Right. You know, so we're just seeing it. It's reflection as above, so below. So we see it in the physical makeup, and it corresponds to the above. Yeah. Right. Yeah. When when you have that connection, and you're, you know, part of the materia prima that we've talked that we've talked about before, but in this case, that glow that you you carry through is having that experience of touching the above to the below, and also to bring that to you know everyone else. We talked about you know now having the ability to create and create with that intent that is, you know, the connection that you've made and you've brought back down. And that's, that's the key, you know? And, uh, I like that you talk about the the confidence that comes with it because I know that, um, you know, you kind of, you kind of have this sort of, um, this permanent way of, of always thinking at a higher level that in turn becomes, you know, hopefully easier and easier. And, 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 and it can even be said that it happens, um, to individuals, you know, when they're quote unquote uh, going through a process of enlightenment, the pineal gland and all the hormones are more regulated in an individual like that, which when you see them, you're like, man, there's something just different about it. It's not just maybe your intake of certain nutrition or whatever. It's there's something vital about this individual. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, it's because that connection is also happening on a cellular level that's allowing that individual to have that, that glow that we talk about, you know, so. Yeah. 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 You know, and that's, that's the golden fleece of Hercules. This is the golden fleece. Nice. That's that glow. We hear about this in mythology, the golden capes mm. and the feminine would a lot of times were the silver cape to kind of represent those two aspects. But that's what we're looking for is that that glow and that golden fleece is that it's that connection to that vertical access. Right. And that's really what you're tapping into when you activate the sulfur, which is the left side of the brain, right? The sun and the mercury which is um, the moon, the moon, the feminine energy, the feminine energy. And it's the coming together of those aspects, which allows you access to the ver- vertical access. Right. So that's when you're really tapping into this above information and what this golden fleece does in the story of Hercules is, and that's a beautiful story because you work your way through the 12 Zodiacs, like the 12 labors of Hercules is he's just going through the 12 um, signs of the Zodiac. It's a beautiful Beautiful story, broken down really, um, really greatly by a, a theosophy individual named um, Alice Bailey. So if you ever want a good read, that's a great one. It's The Labors of Hercules. But what we kind of see in that story is the creation of a spiritual warrior. And that's just something you kind of get drafted in, in this stage of evolutionary consciousness. And really consciousness, unless it was like Egypt or some other sacred um, location like that, Consciousness is usually being fought against. Mm. It's usually not being promoted by, you know, organizations. Um, So when you kind of take this on and you tap into this vertical access, one thing that kind of comes with it with that golden fleece is that spiritual warrior. But the warrior, not so much as like an aggressive warrior, you know, it it leads by example. It leads with the glow. But really the bravery and the courage to face not only its own spiritual demons, but to take on you know, collective consciousness, spiritual demons, you know, through their actions, through their organizations, through their words, they understand that the battle is always being fought for consciousness. 
and they understand that they can be a health, they can be part of the butterfly of consciousness or they can stay a caterpillar, right? you know, because it has that choice. And that's why they become that spiritual warrior. But you could get this with the seventh stone. It's just like this gold sun badge that you almost get awarded. And it's only like the only true badge. It's the badge of you've made it through the planets. Yeah. You know, you've gone through the rainbow, like you've got the seven. So, um, and we need this because right. we're going now into the next octave. So we need bravery. We need courage. We need bravery and courage higher than we could understand on the physical realm. We needed spiritual bravery and spiritual courage. Right. And what was this process? This process was putting ourselves, taking ourselves through hell so the universe wouldn't have to do it for us. Because yeah. we know we had to go through hell. We know we had to go through Dante's Inferno. And that's what we were doing in this situation. We were going through hell and we put ourselves through hell. So we have strengthened it's like the muscle we rip those muscles of weakness we weep of laziness of jealousy and we regrew them with the higher aspects of that energy mm-hmm. and it's it's part of that glow because that's what makes you glow because you have no blockages right life force is coming through you it's like why when you look at a dolphin you're like why am i just so happy <laughs> yeah. it's because that life force is just completely yeah. radiating yeah you know what i mean like you can feel it and we have all these blocks because of calcination, right? And we have all these wounds because of dissolution and we stay between those two. Mm-hmm. So what we did is we went beyond the the boundaries of the town. Yeah, We're like Sam in Lord of the Rings when he's just like, this is the farthest I've ever been. Yeah, That was us. Yeah. That was the story. And yeah, so we, when we kind of look at that, this, this glow that comes from it and this spiritual warriorship is... It's the courage to not only be the example, but to keep going as well. Because we, again, this is all about the ending is the beginning, right? right? It's the Alpha Omega. It's the Ouroboros. It's the snake that eats its own tail. And that's what we're coming back around. The start is the finish. So it's a, um, to connect with that. And that's going through this process is what gives you actually to understand even a glimpse of the infinite. Because you see the whole completion of everything, right? Right. So, and that's that's most likely the goal, right? I mean, <clears throat> after we learn, you know, what's been handed to us or what we've subjected ourselves to th- during this this rigorous process that we've done onto ourselves, so that we wouldn't have to go through it by the choices. As we were saying the universe. I know that you know you start to think about well now what you know from here on out how do I how do I stay at this elevated sense and how do I carry that that touch of the sun that I know exists how does it you know reignite once there's some sort of dim period again you know do you read all seven steps do you reintroduce um, principles that you already know in your heart are true but somehow they're right. not resonating with you what what do you what do you have to say about like the thereafter, you know? So, you know what, like before we, cause that's a, that's a great question, but let's, um, because we were kind of talking about the end, we haven't really kind of, let's go over kind of the seven step and then we're going to kind of make our way of how we kind of apply this. Cause it's kind of part of the story. So what we'll do is we'll just kind of drop the basics on go that. Um, so what we're kind of just looking for is the dissolve, the coagulation, the process of this is liquid changing to a solid. Right. Right. So this really has to do with kind of like that, that liquid changing to the solid and coagulation very much is a medical term for clotting of blood. Mm-hmm. So it usually has to do with blood. And there's a reason for this is because blood is the life force of the body. 
Right. Right. It's what carries oxygen. It carries the air, which is the spirit. Mm-hmm. Right. So this is the vi- it brings that highly oxygenated, that highly spiritualized essence and energy into all the vital organs of your body. Right. Right. This is how we operate. Right. So it's that life force. So again, this is going to be the blood. This is the oil of that glow. Because now if you have a, you're utilizing those breathing exercises that you would be picking up in this process, you're thinking about, you know, your diet, your thoughts, everything has been purified through this process. You're going to be a healthier individual. So that life force is just moving through you, just like we were kind of just speaking about. So what this coagulation does is we, the alchemical life force up to this point has been bleeding out of the body. Prior to alchemy, the alchemical life force was just bleeding out of the body um, ever since the creation and the crowning of the false ego. We didn't have the ability to stop the bleeding and then stop the wastage of life force energy. Right. Because it comes out, and again, this isn't just a physical thing. This is how we use the life force energy prior to spiritual development, prior to this alchemical process. You know, prior to anybody else's just independent individual work they've done on themselves right we know this we know this experience when we used to waste our life force energy and even as spiritual individuals now we we have to be honest with ourselves that we still waste spiritual energy all the time you know we even though we are like getting better and better and that's awesome but like to be honest with yourself like i know there's some times that i'm just like oh that was that was a waste of you know vital time that I could have utilized it for something else. Right. And I kind of fell back into a pattern, just that pattern has presented itself through a different color, through a different flower. Right. And I'm just like, oh, that's a pretty flower. And I pick it. And then I'm like, oh, that was, that was the same thing. That's, yeah. a, that's something I've been fixing. Right. So we always are kind of bleeding this, this force. So prior to this, we were almost like hemophiliacs with life force energy where the leaks were coming out where they were actually like the deep wounds and mm-hmm. this like the surface wounds where that energy was actually coming out, we didn't have the ability to clot it, to stop it and to make it heal. So we would just bleed out life right. force energy. So coagulation is that process of turning the liquid into the solid, which is also the combining of the body, which is made spiritual and the spirit, which is going to be made flesh. So you go from, you know, liquid to physical, physical to liquid. It's that aspect of the body has been made spiritual through this aspect and the spirit has been made flesh, which is like the prophet, right. you know? And that's, again, why we have so much, there's so much Christian connections, deep esoteric Christian connections to alchemy, right? Um, and the whole, all of the esoteric esoteric teachings. And these, so the, these unhealed wounds of the past were always constantly kind of draining life force, the spiritual life force. And um, as a result of that, we were very much spiritually dead mm-hmm. because that deep esoteric final aspect energy is just leaking out of our bodies because we've made these, you know, these unique errors in the past and like these patterns have kind of created themselves. Is that making sense? Oh, absolutely. Okay. I mean, you, okay. You'll find someone with the ability to, you know, keep that drainage as we're using as a, an example from leaking out at a much later year or much later time in their physical life because they've had to have the universe show them the value of what they are and what they should be connected to at all times. And generally when you do meet someone, you know, they'll tell you like for like firsthand, like I wasted a lot of time and a lot of my will and, and, and energy that in life force that I'm given on, on really just nothing of value 
until now, you know, and then right. and so they'll have this whole story that follows that up. So again, you either meet people who did do the journey on their own, as we were saying, or the universe does it for you. So right. it, it does make sense what you're saying, you know, like how that leakage does occur and, and you can see when it's happening to someone and you can see when someone hasn't really, um, you know, recognized that that's what's actively happening. So, right. Yeah. And, you know, this is a great one to look and you can use your environment as a classroom to pick out how energy is wasted. Cause sometimes it's easier to see others wasting energy um, to kind of be like, Oh, that's an energy waster. Like you can almost learn a lesson through watching other people through that aspect, mm -hmm. you know, kind of like through talking like, I love my niece and nephew, but they're, they're this younger generation. They're so attached to the phones and the social media. It's just so like, it's such this like living through somebody else and they spend so much time on it. And it's just so from my, my perspective, I'm like, Oh man, they are just zapping your youthful childhood energy. Like you don't even need this. Like adults need it because they like lost their creativity, but you guys are just like, you are it. Yeah. Like don't be, don't be just staring at the screen. Like it's fine to be, have a culture and like, you know, experience that, but they don't, that, and I'm not saying every generation because this is not true. That's a very much a blanket statement, but there's, we could probably be honest that there's a lot of children, especially with this quarantine situation we found Correct. ourselves in that um, have kind of been, just kind of got themselves isolated of like, just really patterns were formed for the waste of energy to happen very easy. And they're going to be very strong developed patterns. It's going to take a lot of self-development and self-understanding. Oh, it's going to take a of. long time. You, a long you time. gave, in a physical sense, you gave a child who has an un limited amount of charge of this life force a hamster wheel that has them moving and has them applying the force but to nowhere mm -hmm. and that's what's really rough to watch because that's what's been dropped right in front of them it's like just step into here and mm -hmm. you, you want to be able to pull them off that and say hey, you can still use the same amount of energy but create a force that sort of builds up like waves for the other friends you might meet or the individuals who need to you know interact with this energy and instead it's like all sucked into this one device or whatever mm -hmm. it might be. So I, I hear what you're saying. I mean, I know we're, we're the same age, so obviously that there's that bias there, but I think you're absolutely right. And, and it is harder and it's going to be more difficult for people to find themselves going through challenges that allow them to go through these seven steps as they, um, as they come into adulthood from right. not being able to apply their energy properly to something that could have helped them evolve along the way, you know? So yeah. Yeah. It was like, even just how there is people in our generation though, that were so reliable on it as well, though. Like I was talking to this one person we were meeting up and they were like, Oh, I need to stop at a grocery store first. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Oh, there's one right on the way up. It's on this road. And they were like, no, I like, I'm not finding it. And I'm like, and then so sure enough, they went like way out of their way, had this, like had to go and like, not this, like this other one was really mellow. And then they passed it on the way up and they're like, I don't know why. And I'm like, it's because your Google God is dumb. Yeah. Like you've got too much connection, like especially what Google has become, like not so much the idea of what Google was created in the beginning, but it's just like, right. you, I'm sorry, Google God's dumb. Like maybe you should stop worshiping Google as like, right. you know, like my, your guider and savior of everything. Yeah. You know, your arbitrator of truth. Right. So, um, so yeah, man, this, um, that life force energy, I mean, I don't know why we, I went down that tangent, but like, 
that's what we're kind of dealing with. And that's that technology is what we were kind of talking about is kind of draining it. So this, this alchemical process stops the spiritual life force from bleeding out and it allows healing as well as f- like further accumulation and distribution of that life force energy. Right. So this is, this is the source of what you were talking about with the golden fleece in the beginning, right? This is just what the, the cause of it. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of what we're, uh, what we're kind of looking at, but yeah. So, so yeah. So, um, we're kind of, when you get to completion, one of the, one of the lessons that come with completion is the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. Yeah. And that's a very deep, smart alchemical principle to start having experience with and sitting with. Right. In your meditations, in your traffic, if you're stuck in traffic, really kind of understanding the completeness of this because the whole is greater than the sum of its parts is, is a very old alchemical principle. And mm-hmm. that's what you get to witness in the seventh step because you get to see the completion. There. Right. So what this step does is it offers a glimpse of the greater stone. And there is such an excitement that kind of comes from this, but really what it is, it's to when you make statements like this um, statements like the whole is greater than the sum of the parts or, or who am I? You are not looking for completion to that answer of that question ever, because it's always going to be a more perfect design when you get it. You're looking to how deep, more deeply can you ask that question and how many more ways can you ask that question? Does that make sense? Absolutely. So you're always just kind of adding energy to where that occult principle kind of makes itself aware. And that's what you're kind of looking at. So the whole is greater than the sum of the parts. So from the one towards the one by the means of the one, right? right? So that's what we've kind of done through this process. We, we left consciousness with that cycle of necessity. So from the one towards the one, because that was the whole path for making our way back to the one by the means of the one. And what that's really going to kind of show is that, um, you know, from the one mind towards the one mind by means of the one thing. And those are kind of those alchemical ideas that we were talking about in the beginning. So from, from the one mind towards the one mind, almost back to the one mind by means of the one thing. And that's the creation aspect. So there is only one, only one thing and from one way that all things proceed and into which all things recede. So you get created and they pull back. Like right. a star explodes, it becomes then it becomes a black hole and sucks everything back. It's the cycle of consciousness, right? We breathe in, we breathe out. Like it's the the ebb and flow of the universe. So of course that we're we're kind of going back and looking at that. That's what we would expect to see that pattern, right? Because that follows that follows um, universal law. Like to see that pattern of um, it growing out of it and receding back to it is part of that aspect. So what we're really kind of looking at is the cause of all the cause of the cause Mm -hmm. is what we get a witness in this. We are now, we were talking about cause and effect, but now through this higher perspective and kind of this rebirth of the Phoenix that we're going to kind of get into, we perceive and can connect with the cause of the cause. And that's what we're tapping into. And that's what we're really getting into that above energy. You're understanding the energy that pushes the waves forward. Right. You know what I mean? Like we used to be able to see where the cause was coming, but now we know the pulse that caused the cause because we've experienced it because we've traveled, we've rose in the access and we've made it back down. So we come back with that knowledge 
just like how Dorothy wakes up and it's black and white and she's back on the farm, but she has this knowledge now. She went through the alchemical process. She obtained the trivium. Yeah. She got the gold. She got the shoes and she, from where she came, she returned. We go out, we come back. Right. Right. So that's kind of what we're kind of looking at. So it's the cause of the cause. Alchemically, you'll hear this as the fountain of all fountains. Yeah. And I love that one. Yeah. Because I know we both talk about it, but we both kind of gush over just watching waves come in. Mm -hmm. Like some of our best conversations, and they've been few in being in that experience because we've not always been near a coastline together. But some of our best conversations. I was thinking about Bondi Beach the other day. So oh, you're that's right. so funny. I, I really do remember Bondi that. And I was like, we just like sat there for a while. So that, that was, was a good so time. funny. So that's was, awesome you just brought that up. Yeah, that was the best. You're that right. That was though. the best. Much love to Australia, Bondi Beach. <laughs> yes. These are the best. So um, so it's the completion of the process. And through this process, we've now learned the steps of creation, which is in seven. Right. And this is again the seven days of the week. The seven visible planets, seven, you know, the seven metals of alchemy. So through seeing this process, you you now know the work that God partakes. Right. Right? And that's kind of been the journey. So to know God, you must make yourself equal to God. And not in the aspect that we'll ever be equal to universal consciousness, but more in the aspect of You've learned how creation works. So now if you really want to get to know God, you have to be you have to make yourself equal in your decisions, in your pro, in your thought, your emotion, and your action. Right. And you're always kind of now traveling towards that manifestation. Because you're just trying to speed up that process. So the more you think like the more you partake in it, and the more you start thinking in this higher consciousness, evolution of consciousness, spiritual alchemist, spiritual warrior mindset. Right the faster you'll upset, start extending these next realms that you're going to be using the alchemical process of, right? And that's what we're just trying to get to. We're trying to get back home. So it's just like, how fast are you going to get back home? Right. Right? Um, so the seven steps lead to the coagulated kink. So he's conquered his own imperfection and we've united the above with the below. Right. Right. And that's what this this whole thing was about was creating that vertical axis and then moving it up, moving it down the the sacred marriage of he, of heaven and hell, right? The journeying of opposites on all levels of reality, on all right. levels of consciousness. Yeah. Right? So um you know, with that with that aspect and what we're kind of looking at is we really are going to it's really the story of the phoenix. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Right? The phoenix, the the lion and the serpent, uh, you know, coming together, right? Or even like the color, uh, the lavender color that comes out of the, the marriage between, I think, the sulfur and the, um, why did I just blink? And the mercury. The, the mercury. Yeah. Thank you. And yeah. you said lavender, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah. why, this is why royalty wears purple robes. Was that, was because they knew that was the, that they was were the, the kings. Uh, yep. The so, marriage there. And they were the, yeah. The marriage. The opposites. Yeah. And they were just doing, they were tapping into esoteric energy because why not? It's universal and it's always happening. So there's been classes of individuals that have been tapping into this energy since the beginning. Right. Right. So of course, that's why they used purple and royalty. And that's why you could literally be like punished by death, I believe, if you were caught at certain times in history wearing purple or having like purple cloth. It was only for the kings and the queens. 
Only for royalty. Very interesting. Very interesting, huh. right? I don't even know if the... I think the aristocracy, which is like the the money behind the king and the queen, kind of in that power, the landowners, I should say. But I'm not sure. I'm sure at some certain times it might have been an absolute monarch that might have... You maybe nobody could wear purple, but I yeah. have to, I'll check that fact. Yeah. Addendum. Addendum, right? So we're really having the light that's going to kind of come up and kind of break dawn for us, right? right? So we have the, the rising out of that dark night of the soul. And again, think about the, like we, we were looking at cause and effect and think about distillation up and down, up and down. It really had that, you know, that fluid, it was that mercury, but it had a lot of air aspects to it. And that's what's lifting the sun in this final stage. Right, and that's what we're kind of seeing. It's the sunrise, mm-hmm. and it was always it was darkest. You know, the nights the darkest before dawn, and that's that dark night of the soul aspect. Right, we thought it was dark in calcination and dissolution, and a little bit in separation. Mm-hmm. But really, we got like smacked in the face when we met the dark night of the soul because it was such a deeper cleansing. It was, it was that was the death and the rebirth. Right, right. That was the when the hero dies at the end of the movie. And is reborn, right. which happens in so many, so many things. So, the seven step of completion, how we can kind of look at it, is the four, the first four steps, kind of separate ourselves from the manifested world, right? And what did we deal with in the first four steps? The elements, right? The four elements, right? So that's what we were doing. We were just creating a separation and more of a better relationship and a better perspective with the four elements, learning their higher aspects and learning where we can get caught in their lower aspects, right? right? And purifying those. And then the next three steps was more of like a reassembly, right? Because there was a further discarding when we made it up to the spiritual world, which was the dark night of the soul, um, and then a rearranging and the birth of new. And that was, that's going to be the next three steps. And that's going to be those primordial elements right? from four to three. Coming from the above. Right. And then now we have the marriage of heaven and hell. We've gone to two and we're going to be back to one. Right. When we kind of start this whole thing back over and kind of what we make the, the hermaphrodite kind of represents that at this aspect. And that's what you're going to see in like alchemical drawings. Right. So, um, I'm sorry, sorry, the androgynous, because the androgynous I knew is what the, you meant. Yes, yeah. yeah, but for, so I, I, we saw the hermaphrodite on the fourth step, the seventh step, once we use the primordial elements for reassembly, the, the hermaphrodite turns into the androgynous, right? So, um, and that was dealing with those three primordial elements that we covered last week, you know, sulfur, sulfur mercury, and salt. Right. Um and we reassemble it with like this purified essence um, on this higher level. So, so that's kind of what we're, we're kind of dealing with in that aspect. So that's kind of give the background. So just so, cause that was a really good question. Do you, do you, do you want to ask that first question now? Oh, or do right. you have something else you want to cover first? No, no, or? no. Once you've made it to gold, you know, it's, to be that final metal and into gold and, and you're you're at that philosopher's stone. You've been touched by something though that I feel like you should be able to turn back to pretty quickly. So my question to Daniel before the podcast had been recorded was, "What do you think that is? What? How do you think you can go back if you think you forget?" And we've talked about this before in other steps uh, along the way in this podcast. But yeah, that was my original question. I think. It was like, what do we do once we've forgotten if, if these steps happen again, if they present themselves, you know? Um, 
Yeah. Right. No. And that's a, that's a fantastic question because it's all about the application. So this is something we kind of covered and it was nice because I was, when we did it on the Patreon, I was able to kind of give a visual, Mm -hmm. but again, I've I've always used that. It's a, I think it's called a concertini. It's like that little accordion. Right. Mm -hmm. And this is kind of how this process I like looking at this alchemical process, right? So if you guys can kind of imagine like a little accordion that you would see in a cartoon and it's like a, an accordion without the keyboard, just like the mm-hmm. thing that you pull apart and push back together. And if you think about it, we talked about it through the process of like clearing the consciousness. We were just kind of stretching it out and looking at any holes, anything that was, you know, any kind of blockages. Mm. So when we started pumping that again and we purified it, it would generate a more beautiful musical note. Right? Right. So um, what we've seen through this process is we were kind of cleaning it at this process, but now what we can do is because we have this new higher atonement, this at one moment, at one moment with consciousness, we, we've, we've, we've gone through the alpha omega. We've seen creation. Now we've seen the infinite that the beginning is the end and this and we've really tapped into that understanding of the infinite. We now, because we've gone through this alchemical process, and even though it took up our entire lives to this point to understand it and get the gold, now it's, and it's going to be tough sometimes, but now this is always accessible. Right. So just because this process took you 32 years the first time doesn't mean it could take you in the proper meditation with the proper focus, you can take yourself through the seven steps because now you've experienced them, you know them, you know how to move them through the musical process. You can get good at this to where, say, at first it might be like you need to take a weekend by yourself, but you could make a drastic octave up just by taking a, a, a quiet weekend with yourself and being alone with your thoughts and going through this alchemical process because. And one of the things we're really going to do is really trying to make some visual videos that are planned over the summer to kind of show you exercises, but you just start doing this as almost a yoga routine in your meditation. Mm -hmm. So you can't do this, what you would call the grand meditation all the time, but that's exactly what you do. You, you kind of go through the alchemical process and you can do it almost in one sitting. And then the really spiritual alchemists are going to, at some point, be able to do this within a millisecond because time isn't constant. So if they can tap into that energy and they are bathing in what we are just getting a glimpse at, they go through the alchemical process and waking consciousness. Right. They are constantly seeing through the eyes of the creator by being tapped into that force and seeing as it collapses, almost perceiving the, the future if the pattern doesn't change mm-hmm. and understanding the causal factors of the past and almost can see the nonlinear timeline, which is really existing. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's just, it depends on the the patterns that are made in the present for the, what happens in the future, right? But they're still going to have this Christ consciousness to almost perceive those patterns. And so you're going to be able to take the work that you just took up to this point, which was like that entire lifetime, like we're talking about. And this alchemical student is just going to take that seven-step process and condense it and the condensing of it was because that's why we had to pull it out and go all the way down. Right. So all we're going to start doing, and then like it was such an amazing process of like pulling that accordion out, cleaning it, doing everything of the aspect of healing it, even 
patching up the holes, which we're doing in coagulation. So now we're going to kind of pump it for our first time. And then some people are just going to pump it once. Some people are going to be able to start pumping it twice. And then there's going to be, you get those alchemical, you know, profits almost that it's constant. You know what I mean? And that's the process of, that is the true Christ consciousness. And you are, you are beyond the astral realm, which is what you would kind of talk about this next realm that our phys- when we leave our physical bodies, the next realm, the next step of evolution. Yeah. The idea alchemically was that you would actually just, because the work you've done is now astral work, you actually just skip that whole realm and you go right up to the spiritual realm. Right. You know, yeah. and yeah. No, go ahead. Um, and that's, um, and that's unique. And that's like its own other conversation. Like we'll talk about that because we went deep into the cycle of necessity. So we'll kind of start talking about the different ideologies for the lives that come after the physical incarnation in this five sense experience, you know, this constructive experience that we need to go through. Um, But that's what we're doing. So that's, if you've gone to this gold and you're going to have other stuff in your life and there's going to be times you can't make that happen, but you created this electrical process in your brain you can access again. Like it's, it's going to take hard and it's going to be almost hard to like carve out that, that brain form, the form to like go through it. It's going to be a little bit of a bumpy road, but the more you take that electrical current down the road, the quicker it's going to smooth out. Right. And that's your habits. And that's why it's so hard to break a habit. It's just because that brain wave, that, that form in your brain that runs those neurons is just such a developed constant path that it just goes in there like an instinct. Absolutely. Right. And that's why you literally have to like stop your instincts to stop habits. That's why it's so hard. And that's why it takes like, you know, 21 days a lot of times people say, which is the Trinity of sevens. Right. Funny how that works. Yeah. Right. Oh, we meet you again, numerology. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, no, that's great. I love the way you're explaining that because I I do see that. um, So, the reason I'd ask you that question is because I know that there's individuals who might see this process, you know, and look at it and go, okay, well, there's there's the steps that I need to take. What after, you know, what comes next? And, And that's the thing that I think people need to be aware of at all times is that if you have that Christ consciousness or you're aware of where you have gone to and come back from, as we're talking about those waves and knowing where the pulse comes from, you can mimic and, and, and really apply the pulse yourself to everything else in your life. So yeah, things will go back to whatever it, you know, it is that you're a part of in society uh, as as a human being uh, of this planet, but the energy that you should be working through and from and, or, or receiving from should never be a doubt in your mind that it exists or doesn't exist if you don't feel that flow coming through. Because the minute that you feel a blockage from that flow, then that's your, that's basically a nice thing to have in your back pocket to remind you like, hey, you're probably not doing something that's in the best interest of not just yourself but those around you who need to attain that same visual that you've had or spiritual journey that's gone from the below to the above and now back down and i think that's an important step um in the in the thereafter the seventh you know it's like if you're curious as to what comes next it's like yeah there'll be times you were saying that will be a little more dim 
but remember where it all comes from and you'll be able to redirect your life quicker than having to go years into a whole other mess of decisions that you could have avoided and you realize like, well, was I deceived by something greater to follow these steps um, after already knowing that the creator is what he is or is what it is and the energy that it gives that works through me as love and everything that we know and and define as love um has, has it betrayed me and we talked about that you know even in fermentation you're going to have these moments where you feel like no i've already been through these steps why am i going through such a rough time all over again that in itself is probably you know a message that you're doing something maybe a little bit off from the path that you know connects you back to where you've been once before so that's what i try to remember all the time uh, whenever I feel discouraged in that way, or if I've reached the end of this, because like one thing I'm really curious about, and I'll change gears really quick on you, is that um, what I was really excited to talk about today is like finishing this after everything we talk about uh, on the podcast, finishing these seven stages. How do you feel? Oh, good, man. I feel good. I mean, you know, it's it's important to kind of step back and look at this this process of creation that has just unfolded in front of us. Mm. So anytime you kind of make it, and we've talked about how that completion is so important, how the the whole is greater than the sum of the parts. And we have this sunrise, which is always beautiful. It doesn't matter what your night was. You're never upset about seeing the sunrise, right? But even if you have like, you're like, oh, that means that deadline is at 8 a.m. Like it's coming. You're still like, but it's pretty. You know what I mean? Like right. you're like, I need your energy. You're almost calling upon it. So this we have this sunrise in the golden metal, right? So the the alchemy of the sun. And what happens and what we can kind of kind of manifest through this, which we were kind of talking about, is that that sitting meditation, but also that awakening, that walking awakened meditation. Yeah. Right. And kind of that aspect of almost what we would perceive as a wizard or as a witch, right? Um, and we kind of, um, we've just perceived and just have broken down the process of creation. And because we know that all things come from one thing, which is carbon, which is kind of that base substance, you know, and that's what we were kind of learning about. It's, you know, the difference between a piece of coal and a diamond is... The carbon one, like it's it's made out of the same thing. It's just there was pressure, high pressure that was done to that diamond. Um, so we know that all things come from this one thing. And we know that we partake and are a part of the universe. So if all things come from this one thing, we are made from the one thing. So from the one thing, right? Which was always the process we were looking at in alchemy was, and now we're coming around to, to come face to face with this idea. Right. Because we said it, we spoke it in the Emerald Tablet, and we had our understanding of it then, but it gets much deeper once we went through the seven stages. Yeah. Right? Because if all comes from the one thing, and we see this, and we've learned this because we've changed lead into gold, so we've seen this transformation, we've seen the science of transformation in front of us, we now can perceive that for everything to be made from one thing, we must be made from one thing. And if one, the creation of this one thing is a part of this one thing, we are creators. Right. Right. And so what we've kind of done is you have purified creation. So you've purified 
the creation so you know the process of transformation and you understand how it can be now accessed at all moments. Mm-hmm. And this creator aspect is going to be this higher, not like, I don't want to say it's like a, um, I mean, the overself comes in that we kind of saw in the lesser stone. And this, this overself that comes in ensures almost the stability of the completion because the whole is now present. So because you've kind of taken the stage as the spiritual warrior, it's going to take you into this next level and you needed, you needed this, this courage and this discipline to kind of right. come with you through this aspect. So, you know, we're just having the, the pure, like the purification and the af- access of completion. So as an esoteric student, that's alchemy has been what I resonate with the most. Mm-hmm. And I could pick up like the, it's when if I read alchemical stuff, I pick it up faster than astrology. I pick it up faster than tarot, like how I read astrology and tarot. I do through an alchemical lens because that's how I can start seeing the correspondences, mm-hmm. right? So I really, that's kind of my root subject is alchemy. And I kind of speak through an alchemical lens about those other subjects. Um, and there's opposites of me. Like there's people who understand the alchemy through a tarot lens and it's totally fine. It's what like resonates with you. But myself and my vibration to be able to complete this process, to be able to talk about this process to be able just to chat with you about this process for really 14 weeks, because those in-between weeks always really corresponded. And we're always just pretty much continuations of what we spoke about the week prior, maybe just breaking it down more in details. But it's a beautiful thing, you know, especially in the time periods we find ourselves in, in the challenges and the tribulations. But when we can kind of see creation, we understand that from the one thing, everything is created that comes from the one mind we partake in that, mm-hmm. right? And that's that connection is how we connect the finite with the infinite, right? That's how we make that heaven and hell combination. And what we're really kind of, as these kind of like sovereign individuals, what we're trying to do at this aspect is really just kind of embody it. And I can't, I, I can't really find the words to it right now, but as an individual, just to study this subject, this is this was just such a beautiful thing to be able to do. Because I know it shot the alchemical process into me like a shotgun. Like it was so fast. And it was going through these experiences through these two weeks and being able to spend two weeks on it was really perfect. But um, yeah, it was it was definitely a good rodeo, which was really fun because I needed the rodeo. Yeah, I needed to stir some things up. And I needed to kind of shake out some cobwebs. So I know there's so much more work to be done, mm-hmm. but yeah, as an individual, just to even be thinking about this process again and thinking about this pattern, you know, think about the end of the Emerald Tablet, the miracles of the one thing. Right. Right. And that's what we were dealing with. So we've now seen the miracle. So it's just like, do you believe in miracles? It's like, yes, I do. Yeah. So that's kind of part of that courage and that confidence that comes with that golden fleece, that alchemical glow. Like- your golden pony boy. Mm-hmm. He's meant truth in that. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah, it's all all very exciting. But what about you? What like how did you cause for the alchemical process? Like how um dude, you know, I love how everything you said, there's like no need for me to reiterate, but one thing uh I was really excited about in the last four days as I was like just kind of rereading everything, I was like, Man, this this is so it's such it's such an important 
time in my life to to understand the seven stages and be able to really take the time that we needed to to break each down and then i really like how we did this bi-weekly but one thing that resonates at everything you're saying is to know that it's all from the one and the one is the whole i just feel like i'm excited that the hole is in my pocket like i can hold it <laughs> i can hold the stone yeah and it's in my pocket but i know it's in yours too and so like that has like a really um i don't know it just has like a very there's not a real word I can define it because it's a, it's a beautiful thing to be able to share with a friend. Right. But there's this, I don't know. There's this like sense of knowing that it's going to be okay in a different, in a different way that you might understand the, the word. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. okay. is such a, you know, a, a word that we use so commonly used, you know, but I really think it's, it's, there is this sort of serenity to, to knowing that it's, this is what's in my pocket and, you know, and I know that there's going to be things to face with these eyes, but I'm going to make sure I wear a different, you know, set of eyes through situations. And that, so that's, that's what I, I, I had to learn through learning the seven stages by various individuals. You know, I'm so thankful for, you know, being able to have, uh, the resources that we have in this day and age to be able to have an understanding of such a complex and beautiful, um, understanding of these phases in life and and the connection to the universe and what it's trying to do for you to do for everyone and to do for it all in such a rapid time you know like i don't take that for granted right it's like wow i mean so that's why i asked you that question like how do you feel because it's very reassuring i think that was the word that was kind of like getting away from me is that it's not so much knowing that it's going to be okay it's just the reassurance of having that and knowing that it's there um sits really well with me and I hope it does for everyone else, you know, so. Right. You know, and this is just kind of fun to kind of connect it to this, but, and I don't know if we've ever addressed it on the, on the podcast. We have a blog post about it, but this is why walking under a ladder is seven years of bad luck. Mm. If you fail and you avoid the alchemical process and you see a ladder and you're like, no, I'm just going to kind of walk this way and go under it. Seven years of the bad luck are the seven steps of alchemy. So you you did a free will decision to avoid raising consciousness. So now you're going to live in that consciousness. You're going to kind of keep walking on that path. And you're going to have to like, they say seven years, but it really just meant like a cycle of seven. But that's where that comes down to. Like you miss the aspect of conscious growth and conscious evolution. And you decided to walk under the ladder. So seven years of bad luck is just you're going to stay in those patterns for a given amount of time. It's not always like seven years, right. but that's what that was. That's where that folktale comes from. And it's so funny because we dismiss them all these like wise tales and people are like, Oh, people used to believe that, but sit with these. Cause if you sit with them, you'll start to perceive the esoteric aspects of mm-hmm. it because they, they knew what they were talking about when they said it's seven years of bad luck walking under a ladder. They're not talking about like a physical ladder. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're talking about, the ladder and consciousness and like the wheels that we walk on yeah. and you just stay on that same, it's like staying on a track and then there's a ladder. And instead of climbing the ladder to a better, more complex track, you just go under it. So it's just right. like, okay, well you're going to stay on this cycle. Right. right. And it's going to hurt because you were supposed to evolve. Like you, you have to learn the same lessons again. Well, that means I have to make them hurt more because you're not getting the lesson. Right. And I need you to evolve. Exactly. You're the one that left kid. 
You yeah. know, the universe is always like, you yeah. had to go. You had to be independent. <laughs> <laughs> always reminding you of your mistakes when, but, you're, when you're making them. But, but it always aids you as well. But it also is what pushed you out. Well, it's always going to meet you. I always think, you know, if you if you know what the universe has for you, you know you have to meet it halfway. You can't oh, just sure. sit and let it come to you. You're going to have to put some some of the effort. And these seven stages are guiding principles towards that, you know, and yeah. I like that. So on the other, again, the other end, you're just sort of like, okay, I guess this is what needs to happen. And there's, uh, you, you along the way of the seven stages in a breakdown, you lose, um, you lose like a, an I, a idea of being a victim. Mm-hmm. I think that's really important because you want to be heard. We all want to be heard, right? We always want to, uh, and one way or another, right? So we want to show that to people. And it's interesting that these stages teach you that there's a time when to ask for help. And there's a time when you need to go through this on your own and not cut corners, you know? Right. You know, so, yeah. And you know, th- what this alchemical process is too, is like when we think about star Wars, remember how Luke Skywalker's lightsaber evolved from like blue to green Oh yeah, uh-huh. to the Emerald tablet. Yep. To the balance of the masculine and the feminine, because remember, Darth Vader's lightsaber was red. Red. Then his first one was blue. I believe Obi Kenobi, Obi Wan Kenobi's was blue as well, and so he made that evolution for that em- to emerald tablet, mm-hmm. which was the seventh step of alchemy, and that's when he was, you know, he was reborn through that process as well. We have the death and the rebirth in that story, and he, um, and that's when he can actually conquer the dark well you know really bring balance to the force which right. it's all about right and that vertical access because when you bring balance to the forces you create that vertical access and that that generation of that energy because you're those two hemispheres are just fully communicating with each other and that's all those that's all the neocortex that gray matter is just conductors to tap into your astral substance where you like your astral mind is because mm-hmm. that's where memories are so that's why you can access memories through smells that you forgot about because everything is recorded. And so what it is, is in that gray matter, it's all these neurons that what they do is they work together to kind of tap into like astral realm information, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's what we're kind of dealing with within that aspect is the brain is communicating at such a large rate that it's able to get deeper, go to more aspects, you know, all around it, but also higher mm-hmm. as well and start like tapping into like spiritual and angelic information. Yeah, no, I I love the way you just said that. I really do, man. I'm just smiling because this is the common language that I strive to have with more individuals is that you're seeing things from the aspect of when you have made things with love and made them with the intention of that higher self. And then you have an appreciation that is so unique um, that you just wish or hope that others have that same appreciation because they're seeing that those... um, those actions based on those neurons that are firing are being electrically stimulated by a source not seen or perceived by our five senses, but Mm -hmm. it's felt once you know it's there, it can do a lot and it can do very powerful things and, and, and create these waves that we've talked about over and over. And that's what I like about, you know, even when you meet an individual who like, um, you know, really truly takes the moment in, um, and like, you know, whether it's with, like the culinary arts or like a view there's this moment that you can't deny that literally takes your breath away because the physical body is almost taking a pause as the astral body has kind of like Mm -hmm. joined in for a second you Mm -hmm. know what i mean um 
And uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And what's cool too is we can do 2001 Space Odyssey now. Oh, because that wait. is the alchemical process. And people always at the end we talked about are Kubrick. so confused. Yeah, because yeah, they're like, I don't get the ending. Oh, I can't wait for this. Yeah, but now when you like see it, you're like, oh, I totally get the ending. Yeah. You know, um, and that's going to be a deeper one. The more you watch it, the deeper it will go. But fascinating, fascinating stuff. Yeah, man. Right? I can't wait. There's so much on, on the agenda. And, um, you know, we're, we appreciate how patient everyone has been through this, these seven stages. I know there's so much information on, on these stages. And, and like all the information we talk about on this podcast, you can, you know, go down your own uh, rabbit holes and, and figure out what your thoughts are on such subjects that we bring up. But this one in particular has been just an honor to do with you and do with like right. the whole audience at the yeah. same time, you know? So we thank you for, for your um, listening ears and wanting to just raise it to the next octave, you know? Right. And we're there with you. Yeah. Every step of the way. And you're, and you're with us, which is so amazing. Yeah, as well. exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. We are just so grateful for all of you. Um, and such an exciting time to kind of, yeah. You know, we just completed the steps of alchemy. We're, it's just uh, it's that completion of the stella, stellar, you know, sovereign individual mm -hmm. and the journey back home. Yeah. Now that we have another set of lenses on, you know, I'm excited to sort of go deeper as we right. go higher, though. You know, right. it's like at the same time, those those mm -hmm. that, that axis just goes as it mm -hmm. touches, it still reaches down below. We talk about that mm -hmm. and we'll be doing that. Truly, I mean, on the podcast, it'll be recorded. You know, it already has been for the last almost year. And so I'm, I'm excited to sort of see where we take this next, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, well, cool, man. Uh, there's nothing else I need to add to this. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited for the next uh, coming weeks. We'll be having probably, well, actually, I don't know what's for the next coming weeks. Hmm like what yeah no we have to we have to decide which is interesting because we haven't had to do this for a while because it's been like alchemy um and we've always kind of known what we were going to do in between so i mean we know we're gonna we need to address the kabbalah we know we need to address the tarot we still haven't gone through the astrological signs and like done a whole conversation on those we've done the the planets the planets but just the visible planets you know, so we could really kind of start working into next octave stuff, which is what Neptune represents and yeah. Uranus, right, and Pluto. Um, so yeah, we'll kind of we'll kind of get together and kind of see where it's going to go. But the cool, the most amazing thing is, is there's just it's endless for information, right? You know, so we can go so many different ways. I really want to look into, um, you know, the sacred feminine in that aspect. I also want to. I was talking to. So this great group of people last night who are listeners to the show and talking about African spirituality and kind of getting back to that really like root civilization and like right. where the source of all that kind of comes from. And I think that would be a great thing to see the connections with and check in with and tap into that spiritual information and just try to get as many different lenses so we get the more complete picture. Because remember, the whole is greater than the sum of those parts. Yeah. Right. And so we, with knowing that knowledge, we're going to, from the beginning, go to the, you know, from the end, go to the beginning. And we walk into the door, out the door and in at the door at the yeah. same time. And that's kind of what we're dealing with. And uh, yeah, just so exciting. Yeah, no, I know we talked that 
after we would finish the seven stages, we definitely move into what we're going to plan for the second season. And so, yeah, again, I, I know that, uh, once we, we put out a few more episodes in this season, we'll sort of have a better idea of what the, the approach is going to be for, for the next, uh, 52 episodes that we got going. Yeah, because we got numbers. We have the Hebrew alphabet. Yeah. Oh, man. It's so just, much. I'm so excited. Yeah. I want to quit my job right now. <laughs> you can move in here, man. <laughs> You're the best. Um, cool, man. Well, uh, it's been an honor, man. So, Always. seriously, seriously, it's been really great. Uh, so, um, but yeah, with that being said, until next time. Until next time. Cool, man.